Hello and welcome back to 303 Radio. I'm Ollie, the founder of 303, and today I'm joined by two lovely gentlemen, um, Toby and Pete from uh, Noosa Film. That's Noosa Films, how are you guys doing? Yeah, good. Yeah, not too bad, mate. Yeah, good. It's, it's good to be in the office, seen a lot of pictures, but it's, yeah. it's good to be here in the flesh. <laughs> well, does it meet expectations or is it? I think it exceeds it, yeah. Ah, good. <laughs> good, good stuff. Lots of friendly faces. Exactly. Yeah. So you two um, started Noosa about a year ago, year or so ago. Um, obviously, we're going through a pandemic in 2020 and into 2021 as well. Um, one of you can start with a bit of background, maybe Toby starting with you. Background before Noosa, um, what was that like for you and, and where did you come from and where where did you go? That doesn't really make that sense, but yeah, where did you, where did you start? <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess started off sort of came out of school, um, always had an interest in like photography and film and stuff um ended up going to Exeter uni to study psychology which nice. was interesting is um, that coming to use at all since i mean i'd i'd say it actually has a little bit like i've got an interest in psychology and nice. like getting behind the minds of like the consumer and all that stuff Ooh, um, yeah, okay it, it comes in handy a little bit but i was only there for i think a term then dropped out um because i basically like wanted to go down the creative route you know, filming stuff, that sort of thing. Yeah. I took a gap year before that um, and was doing like little YouTube vlogs and stuff like that. Nice. Um, so I knew I had a bit of a passion for it and just sort of um, went for it really. And then dropped out, went to study uh, film at film school. Yeah. Same as, uh, same as Sam, uh, Ravensbourne. Um, and then, yeah, graduated last year. Um, and then, yeah full-time with Noosa. So. so when did you graduate? Summer? Yeah, last summer. Cool. Um, so although, you, had, you had about six months and then COVID hit and it all went wrong. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. And P, what about you? Yeah, I mean, hearing that, you kind of spent two lifetimes already. <laughs> I feel like I just hear like twiddling my thumbs. I had like, so I went from straight from sixth form basically. Yeah. Um, used to do a lot of cycling, sort of learned that I liked photography through that. Used nice. to take pictures of my mates because I used to race. And then, um, yeah, you just got like people's dads like, Oh mate, I've seen your, uh, I've seen what you've been doing down the track. Like, do you want to come along and do this for my fridge company or whatever? Yeah. It's, and I was kind of living in that world, the fridge company world, for like four years, to be honest. No, no, that's a lie. Two years. Mm. Then me and my mate Jason, who runs CineCloud, little shameless plug there. Um, it was a drone company. Cool. And um, yeah, he's sick. And we started that up together. Um, got into that. Did that for about two years. And that was like a lot of um, car stuff. Awesome bill nice stuff so uh, yeah yeah that was really cool we did stuff from mclaren um lots of car companies and then basically it sounds a bit peaked to cindy cloud but it's not their fault the drone company the drone world basically got a bit like everyone was like hammering down on there all the licenses came in you had to get all these permissions yeah because it's super hectic now isn't it yeah. like drone, like i know we can probably speak from experience like now anything drone related yeah. professionally is a fucking nightmare yeah, like yeah, exactly. it's just net crazy like, and there's no creativity in it anymore like you take off in this area you're allowed to do it in mm. you can point your camera in the area you're allowed to point your camera mm. it's like there you go yeah that's it so yeah anyway we stopped doing that and then met toby and yeah started noosa so yeah. sick so first question i wanted to ask you and it's something i've been pondering on for a little while why is it called noosa what does it mean good question well before what were we called we were i mean when we were sort of freelancing and working together we were called outside creations which nice. didn't really have a yeah, meaning. Which it was, was just one of those 
it was awful as well because it's one of those ones where you go what's your name outside creations and they go oh outside creations cool so you do like hiking stuff you're like no like outside like with your eyes and then you'd have to spell it out yeah yeah, yeah. s-i-g-h-t and they're like oh, oh cool i'll check you out and you kind of lose the pizzazz after you've like had to explain what your company's yeah. called and all that yeah and then so yeah we were like right now we're incorporating well we're starting to sort of do that when you think of a cool sort of edgy impactful name mm-hmm. and um going back to Toby's gap yard days we would happen to be surfing in Indonesia at the time on a little surf trip <laughs> fucking hell yeah I know <laughs> you've really done that gap yard yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, shit. yeah exactly um, yeah and we were just sat there at a restaurant and we just look over the uh, look over the road and there's this old like collapsed surf shop it's called like something Noosa or like Noosa something right yeah we were like oh just rip that off Done. Yeah, done. <laughs> done that's it. Done dusty. Yeah. To answer my question, there's no fucking meaning. You were sat on a beach in Indonesia. You were like, that shack looks edgy and cool. Yeah. That's what we're going to call ourselves. Yeah, yeah pretty we much. We want to give this feeling to yeah. every client. So yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Good you stuff. could claim there's a bit of heritage there. It's like the first sort of job we did abroad and True. Noose is like, yeah, yeah. I think it means like homeland in Indonesian mm. or something. Yeah, I mean, I um, called yeah. what is now 303 Green Tea after like a cup of tea. So like, I have no leg to stand on. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. fucking yeah. hell, like you, you've done all right. It's got, it's, it's got some good heritage yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, so you guys, you guys started Newser in Feb 2020, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so why did you, why did you kind of get together? I know you were doing a lot of freelance stuff together. Was it, you know, I get the impression that one of you is probably a bit more business sensey than the other one, and one of you is like a lot more creative than the other. Was it just like a good, a good partnership, a good marriage? What, what was the reason? Yeah, I mean, it all started on so between when I was between unis, Pete was on a road trip with Jason um, with CineCloud, the, the drone company. Yeah. Um, I basically got invited along as a plus one to sort of be the guy that's going to be walking in the in the drone shots in the mountains or whatever and just pay a bit of the petrol yeah, money, the petrol <laughs> money off, yeah. I like to think it was the modeling side yeah, yeah of course so yeah, you're yeah, a model yeah, here too yeah, like, yeah, you know big yeah. up <laughs> um, so yeah went along on that I'd, I'd literally met Pete like once before that in a pub through just like mutual friends and that sort of carried together didn't we yeah, yeah. Um, so off we went on this like 2000 mile road trip or whatever it was um, and just basically got to know each other really well um, I forgot it was meant to be a camping trip I forgot the tent poles, which went down very well on the first night trying to camp. Good. Um, that was horrific. So, yeah, yeah. We, we had... And you went into business here with him, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you had that sort of go-getter attitude, yeah, always yeah. prepared. Yeah. I thought, you know, perfect, this guy's snapping it. <laughs> it worked in our favour, though, because we had to do a bit of, uh, bit of team building. We had to construct this tent out of, like, tripods, duct tape... Solid. Yeah, it wasn't solid. I was gonna, it was like a shanty town. It was. It was probably the worst thing ever. Seen. <laughs> so that that kind of like stage, were you guys thinking that because obviously you both were freelancers before, right? So was it a bit of like wanting to take it more seriously, or was it, you know, I want to have some support in this journey? What was the because you guys are kind of both co-founders, right, of, of Nusa. So was it just sharing the the mindset, or what was the kind of reason for both of you? I think a lot of it was sort of like accountability. Because like when you're when you're doing stuff on your own, it's so especially if you're still living at home, you just sat in your room like on your desk and you're like, mm. oh, and you just start typing. It's like oh the new COD updates like here. I'll oh, just slap that on the Xbox, you know, get that going. Mm. And then like before you know it, you just wasted the whole day. Yeah. But if there's two of you, you can kind of like you're bouncing around in like a little office, so to speak. It yeah. was our living room, but yeah, just make sure you sort of do wake up at some point and get some work done. I think yeah. that's a great thing. Um, yeah, it's just a lot yeah. less lonely. Like, I, I think it's not oh. talked about quite a lot as well. <laughs> With, like, freelancing and stuff, it can be yeah, pretty lonely 100%. and it's not the most social thing. So it's nice to just be I working mean, as a team. Yeah, really. completely. Like when I started um, Green Tea 
back in the day in 2013 14 13 um like it was just me for a long period of time we did theater shows we had people around and then people went to uni and then like i hired people as soon as possible because i did not want to be by myself and what you just said about like if you've got someone else there you feel like a level of like, I do not want to be seen as sat doing nothing, you know, at all. I need to be looking like I'm doing something. And even just doing that elevates into making yourself productive and, and pushing it forward, which is really cool. Um, so you guys, taking back to Feb 2020, obviously COVID only hit in March. Like what was the, was it starting the company, trying to get clients, trying to drive forward? What was the initial start phase? Yeah, I mean, we had a few clients already just from freelancing. Yeah. Um, so we had that behind us. Um, and then obviously, yeah, COVID hit a bit of a spanner in the works. We were like, shit. I think everyone kind of just shut themselves to begin with. Yeah. Because um, there was a lot of businesses just kind of reeling back their marketing spend overnight and that sort of thing. Um, just, to, just to jump in there, like quick question. Did you actually, not necessarily, did you actually shit yourself? But like, did you, were you actually very worried? Did you yeah. like from, was it scary? Like, obviously everyone had, a, I had a very weird reaction to it for like a week. I was like, this is bad. Obviously, you know, I've got a few more members of staff, a lot more overheads than maybe you guys do at the moment. But then after a week, I was kind of okay because I was like, all it really matters is get the country in a better place from a health perspective and finance perspective. And then it's going to hopefully come back. What was what were your reactions like, Pete? What, what was life for you? I think we were just sort of disappointed because before that we had like two months where it was just solid. Like we were making so much more money than we made before, had a load of new clients. Yeah. And it was like, you know when you get the momentum going you're like oh this is never gonna stop and then just like yeah, yeah. boris comes up you're like oh great okay yeah and i remember that hitting and be like fuck we're not gonna have work for like months now right yeah um and that's pretty scary but i mean it hasn't been all that bad has it really like were you guys living together at the time no no yeah so we so that was also another thing i don't know why i was being so like dramatic about it because mummy mummy was paying my bills you know what i mean right like, yeah, yeah yeah i was sorted like but um we had the plan of like the reason we incorporated is because we wanted to move into London, wanted to live together, get an office, mm. all that stuff. So, yeah, it was just like, well, we've been stepped back from that now, basically. Yeah, I think there was a sense of like we had a lot of momentum behind us and it was yeah. going to be like big, good year. And then obviously that happened. But at the same time, like we didn't have huge overheads to pay. We didn't have an office, didn't have staff. Yeah. So we didn't have like a huge amount of pressure on us at that point. Yeah. Um, so that put us in, I guess, kind of a good position at the start of COVID anyway. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And the the year for like from kind of outside looking in LinkedIn and all this stuff you guys post and how you market news, like it seems like it's been a pretty good 2020. Like it seems like you've, you've done a lot of stuff and it's been really productive. Did that come from like an action plan? Was it like Basel Station style thing? Like what's our plan going to be here? Or were you just like working it out? Because I think there's a lot of strength in what I'm pretty impressed with you guys is that you've just started a business a pandemic's happened and you've continued through that and that's quite like the mindset behind that and how you've approached that's pretty impressive you didn't just shut down and wait a year and then pick it up and you know go work somewhere else so what did you do was there was there a plan or did you just kind of figure it out as as it evolved yeah i mean i wouldn't say we had a really solid plan i think we just put put the work in to be honest and we were like we need to be putting out content we need to be like telling people we're we're here you know, we're, we're doing cool stuff, come work with us, that sort of thing. Um, I think we just had a period of like testing different stuff. Like I was doing a lot of LinkedIn stuff yeah, and that's like paid dividends massively. That's been huge for us. 
um, trying to get in with like agencies and that sort of thing. Yeah. So a lot of it was just kind of putting in the groundwork for stuff that's now sort of paying off this year, especially. Do you think outside question for you, Pete, because obviously Toby seems like he's done a lot more of that than maybe you, but like if COVID didn't happen, do you think you would have done that and actually been much more proactive? Um, yeah, I think we would have still, because we were still really wanting to move into London. To be honest, I think that was one of the main things. It's like, we're at that age, but how old were we then? It was only like a year ago, right? 23. Yeah. You were doing yeah. that too. Yeah. It's just like, good oh, maths, I'm done. Yeah, good I'm maths. Do, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't do the accounts. And yeah, yeah. So we were like, all right, it's time to get out. And that was like a real big motivation to do yeah. that. And then so, yeah, it was kind of like, let's just move into London. We'll find a way. Yeah. Like when, when you have to pay the bills, you'll find a way to, yeah, of to, course. Get, to get the work, won't you? And um, I think one of the best things about it being like maybe a bit quieter at the beginning was that we could take on some sort of smaller jobs and it really helped us sort of figure out where like where we stand in the business. Uh, Toby's definitely a lot more sort of like marketing salesy based and um, sort of pre-production, that sort of thing. And then I've sort of slipped into much more of the studio work, film yeah. work, cinematography stuff. Um, and we found that out pretty quick, didn't we? Like ever since we yeah. moved in and set up a little office in the house, it, we just sort of aligned into those roles. Yeah, because you showed me a video just before we started of the house and yeah, it's quite busy in there, isn't it? It's oh good. yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Pretty <laughs> so, so that split between, um, you know, Toby, you're looking after a lot of the, you know, business development side of things, you're marketing the company. Obviously, I imagine you're doing a lot of the accounts and the numbers because Pete's very good at maths, yeah. apparently. Um, <laughs> but like, was that like a natural split or did you guys decide that? Because I think that's quite, you know, I've definitely experienced that in the past where you bring someone in at a high level and you've got to really decide who's responsible for what. Was that just organic for you guys or did it just, you know, did you decide that? Yeah, I think it was pretty organic. Like, I mean, I probably took the path of less resistance because I was already making stuff look pretty and then all it took was like, you know, just more time doing that. But then you had to really sort of learn, learn the way going into the marketing stuff, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I think Pete was like always pretty solid on the editing side and he's a bit of a motion graphic sort of mastermind and I'm just shite at that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I guess it kind of just evolved naturally. To, I mean, to begin with, we both did like everything which worked to an extent, but when you get super busy and yeah. you want to be actually good at your job, you want to specialize a bit more and it just made sense to really. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. So with kind of moving on from Feb, it's just started clients start to come in was it how did that happen were you really being proactive were you pitching a lot going like again for some context for you guys a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are other creatives and they're trying to build their businesses so like how did you guys do it really how did you build because you work with some pretty impressive clients and, and, and brands and did you have a plan Toby were you like I want to work with that client I want to do that project or was it just kind of a lot of inbound yeah I mean a lot of it I've just sort of made a long list of like agencies and brands we wanted to work with um, and just chatting to as many people as possible. Like I'm still at the moment, like talking to at least one person like on the phone each day or on a Zoom call. Yeah. Um, if not, and is that you going two, out three. to find, find people or is that them kind of, I suppose it's a bit of a mixture of both, but is it more you being proactive? A bit of a mixture, yeah. I mean, most, I'd say 90% is me sort of reaching out. Um, but hopefully over time that kind of goes back the other way and, and more people are reaching out to us as they see more of our work which i've sort of noticed um, yeah, the last few months most of this, this year, year yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah. and the showreel mm. the commercial thing was fucking sick hey. i really enjoyed it <laughs> tell me about that whose idea how did you concept it like for, for anyone who hasn't watched it as well where's the best place to watch that probably on website. LinkedIn. yeah website? just hop on a website yeah, yeah awesome which is this Nusa is where you plug yourself, Toby. Yeah. This is where you've got to go. <laughs> this is the website. Head over there. Noosafilms.com nice. is our website. Yeah. So tell me about the showreel because it's 
you, there's clearly a lot of time and effort being put into that. And for context, we didn't have a showreel till about two months ago, Sam, probably. Yeah, when I forced everyone to sit down for three days and make what we now call our showreel. So what was, was it just spare time you had on your hands or was what was the, what was the plan there? Yeah, I think we had we had the spare time at the beginning of lockdown, didn't we as well? And that's another thing we put our time into was getting the showreel yeah, just made really. Because we wanted to do one of these sort of like one continuous shot sort of things. It's not one continuous shot, but you know when you watch someone's showreel and it's like, starts off with like a fast car going past or whatever and it's just like this, yeah, yeah, this, looks, too, yeah. this looks sick like yeah even though it's like a mini or whatever like, yeah, I'm yeah. Joking, I'm joking. but yeah um, yeah yeah and, and so we were like this is sick like it looks good and we've got some really nice shots of the clients we've done work for this year but I guess we can make it sort of a bit more like how we like to style our videos we sort of walk you through it mm. so it comes in we're like chatting to the camera we kind of we just make it really easily digestible don't we yeah i think it was saying more i guess a typical showreel shows the what you can do visually yeah. but we wanted to make sort of more of a company ad that explained what we do and basically it would be kind of what our website says but in a video form yeah um and just do it in a fun way had a couple of references like kind of more so i don't know if you've seen like the dollar shave club yeah. that kind of yeah, sort yeah. of video um, and our friends over at Perspective Pictures, they, they were a big influence for that. Oh, nice. Um, you guys friends with those guys? Yeah. It's yeah. Rupert? Yeah, Rupert, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. They're great. He does some crazy shit, right? Yeah. Like tanks and stuff. It's yeah. pretty, pretty Yeah, sick. Rupert's a good lad. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been good to us. Um, and yeah, I mean, just making a video that was like super dynamic and like fun, basically. Yeah. 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 yeah I think we wanted to sort of, it, I feel like, I don't know, you can sort of tell us, but it brings our personality across quite well. Yeah, definitely. And if yeah, you're like yeah. a client working with like a creative, you want to know like who this kid is you're bringing in to do the work for you, right? You yeah, don't want definitely. Some really boring. Guys I think to that's also what ideas. perspective do really well yeah. is that you kind of, and it's something we we've done in the past. Like I've obviously been running this business for a long time, so like a lot of the time people call for me or like they'll just call me directly or contact me directly. Like that's kind of how we've done our business for for a long period. But a lot of the time. And I think what you guys are going to find, which is probably going to be quite interesting, is as you guys grow, how many people want you to and no one else? And that will come from, like with the showreel, the reason why our showreel just has barely any of me in it and a lot more of our team or a lot more of our work is because we're a bit bigger than that now. And it's really, it does limit you in the long term and when you when you grow but for now you're completely right the clients want to see the you guys they want to see what you're about and i think that's also what rupert does very well when he's diving into a pond or like driving a tank like you get a feeling of who he is and how how much energy he brings to the table which also comes through in your in your reel which is which is really nice so did that that obviously launched and i imagine that took a lot of pete's time to to pull together or however that worked but was that an immediate kind of like where you getting because I think a lot of people think you make a show reel you put it out you get a load of work we all know that it doesn't work like that what was the response to the show reel yeah it was it was pretty good to be honest was it um, so on you, links, you clearly did get some work from yeah, it time. Yeah. yeah I mean I wouldn't say like we got I think we got a few inquiries initially and then I think it's just been a good tool in general just to send to people and use as like yeah yeah using our deck and stuff slow burn um, has, well just a burner yeah, yeah. straight fire um but yeah, I mean, we the, the original plan was actually to run it as like Facebook ads and that sort of thing. Because again, that's what I know Perspective do a lot. Yeah. They really, they've got a kind of team there doing a lot of ad stuff, which clearly must work for those guys. Yeah, yeah. But was that, did you have an idea of doing that or was it a bit more like, we're just going to put it out organic and see what happens? We actually had a sit yeah. down meeting with Rupert. Nice. And then we were like, help us, man. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like the nicest guy ever. Like he just, he just does help anyone really. Nice. And yeah. And, yeah, I think, yeah, the initial approach was to, to run it as, 
um, a paid ad and do sort of little segments from that. But we put a bit of spend into it and then we were actually getting like super busy anyway. So we were like, let's just reel back the spend and, and wait until we're a bit more quiet and then we can put some more money into it. Um, and it, it just performed like really well organically on LinkedIn yeah. and worked pretty well for us. So we, yeah, we've kind of been running with that. Yeah, um, nice. We need yeah. a new one now. Yeah. The 2021. 2021 one, yeah. It is a bad let's keep up with showreels. Like yeah. We didn't have a showreel for so long and then we made one at the beginning of the year because obviously we're more than a content agency. So being full service digital, like there's, for us, it's always a battle of like, if we made a showreel, it was all content and they think we just make content. So now we're trying to balance those, those two sides, um, which is which has come across comes across well in our reel, but it's always going to need to develop. Um, and there's always an argument for us internally where we're like, if we just make lots of individual pieces of content instead of one big piece, will that perform better? And it, and it actually has. So that's been interesting. So talking more about sort of the last 12 months, clients, what have you guys been up to? Let's let's do some name dropping here. Um, and what also can ask you both favorite projects so far and why? Get ready to be underwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> you can say this one, Toby. Um, yeah, I worked with quite a range of different clients. I guess a lot of production companies work in like one niche area or a few different niche areas, yeah. whereas we're pretty like agnostic when it comes to different industries. Um, is that a decision or is that just as you start? Is it like is that kind of kind of? I'm going to make you guys think a lot about your business today, but like, is that just being because there's things coming in from all sides and you're trying to develop portfolio, or is that because you want to be like that? I think we're just saying yes to most most of the stuff that comes in. Just just trying a bit of everything, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, favorite favorite clients. I th- it's been bloody good fun working on the ball shoots. I think. Yeah. So balls for any of you, for any of you who don't know <laughs> is a um, men's grooming brand for, mm-hmm. for below the belt. Um, mm-hmm. It's a nice little trimmer they make. Mm. Um, so essentially, for those guys, it's just been doing these kind of content shoots where we just shoot a load of different content and they're big um, spenders on like Facebook, Instagram, that sort of thing. So they yeah. just needed like loads of loads of content for that. Um, and we basically just come up with with funny ideas with those guys. So Shout you guys do a lot of the creative direction there and you're kind of like, they're coming to you with an idea and you actually, you guys facilitate a bit of an ideation for that as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We normally bounce between, you know, we do a lot of the creative and just you bounce between us and the client and, find find where they're happy but like we can we lately we've been taking on more of the creative and like all the creative on some yeah. projects but it's quite fun like if if the person if your client is like really into their business if it's like their passion yeah they're so hyped on it as well so you can like bounce between them and really get their like identity through can't you yeah that's but, where i find it most fun to be honest yeah i mean some of the ideas that came out of those like brainstorming yeah. sessions were uh yeah i'm not sure some of them could even leave the uh yeah, that's when, yeah. when the client's like, are you comfortable to do this? And you're like, yeah. we don't get asked this often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it yeah. So, what? so yeah. yours is balls, Pete? Oh, you've just taken the easy one now. <laughs> uh, I really like doing the studio stuff. I'm I've glad really you said into, that. I'm yeah, glad you were really going to mention like, Yeah. Really into uh, like, just the, like, the nerdy stuff, like the lighting and movements and yeah. editing. So we've had a couple of stuff, a couple of jobs, like Wisp we recently did. Um, and that's just a, like a little because Whisper a salsa thing. thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they're just like an alcoholic. Was it, what, what was it? Yeah, hard seltzer. Yeah, that's good to one. know. You're paying Sparkling attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Peaches are. I don't know. I don't yeah, know what yeah. it does, but it looks fucking good. Yeah, here's the notes, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and yeah, so we just did that, and um, it just lo- it ended up looking really good. And yeah. Like, I don't know. There's there's not. It was never really that story driven. That video. It's more just like 
this comes up on your Insta as a little social ad. It's colourful. It's got loads of movement, and you're like, "Damn, I'm thirsty." Yeah. And I think it did that really well. Didn't no, it? I agree. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah. Oh, also, I really like the behind the scenes video that you guys did. Cheers. You're going to get some work from that from someone, <laughs> I guarantee. Um, so, in terms of like what you guys shoot, obviously, it's it's very easy to go. We shoot content, and we're digital first, and all that stuff. But are you guys trying to pivot a bit more towards that social first content, or are you going for the bigger scale stuff? What What's the plan in terms of the actual output of that content yeah i think we're definitely definitely going down the sort of social first route yeah um so i guess whereas a traditional the traditional approach would be kind of one hero deliverable we're almost the kind of reverse approach where we'll look at all the different bite-sized pieces of social content you can make first yeah. and then work, work in reverse from that um so yeah that that's kind of our our niche area i guess nice and yeah. is that like are you having a lot of time where you're thinking about who's watching it, how they're watching it, how, why they're going to convert? Obviously, Pete, you were just mentioning that like the Wisp stuff, you've clearly shot for purpose there and you've clearly got an idea of what it needs to do. Is that are you new? Is that new for you? Because obviously Noose is only a year old. So are you learning along the way a lot with that as well? Oh yeah, definitely been like learning a huge amount about marketing and advertising and stuff and marketing funnel, all that stuff. Um, and we've definitely learned, I think, a lot from clients as well. Mm. Um, definitely learned a lot from the Bulls jobs and just like how paid ads work and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's all like super, super interesting. Um, and we're, yeah, I guess just building that into our sort of offering. Um, I think it's one thing being being able to make like really good films and engaging and dynamic content, but then actually having a bit of knowledge on the um, sort of marketing side yeah. is like really important. Um, obviously you guys do both really well you do the, the digi stuff and the, the content mm. um, I'd say we're much more obviously content driven but I think we do like to have you know a bit of knowledge in, in the in the digi stuff as well yeah for sure and now let's think about the whole year as a whole we've kind of gone through the process of 2020 which seems like it's been a lot of fun um, what's been the big what's been the hardest thing about starting starting this business and actually scaling it because we were chatting off the podcast that you guys are kind of doing you know, up to about six jobs by the sounds of things are a month between two of you. Some of them are four days long. So like, how, how have you got to that stage? And is that been the hardest part is just scaling it or is it more, you know, technically trying to deliver a great product? What's the hardest thing? God, yeah, I think I, to be honest, the hardest thing maybe we found is just like, yeah, overworked. Just being a little bit overworked sometimes because we were talking this on the car here, car drive here actually, we were saying like, uh, what's the point of being like self-employed or whatever like that? It's, we're getting we're going big here now. <laughs> um, but but I was just sort of like saying on like a off the cuff like oh it's nice to sort of be able to take an afternoon off where you, when you want to or like mm. you know go see a friend or whatever. Yeah. And then we're getting to the point now where there's like some weeks where like you can't get a, a tea break off or whatever. You know what mm. I mean? So yeah, that I feel that that's been something we we're more conscious of now. Do you think you guys have like the phrase burnt out? I think it's overused, but like has it got to that stage at all for you? maybe once in a while but not often like because yeah. we're, we're we're always excited because the projects turn over so fast it's mm. like you know when you just like grind out one big project and at the end of it you're like all right cool it's done now like yeah. i'm ready to do anything but that now right yeah. but yeah no because we're doing the social content is it's quite like we're getting out quite quick so it always has to be relevant and that sort of thing so yeah i think that's fun it keeps it fresh right yeah. what about you toby hardest thing of the year um, you because also you've been, you've been doing a lot of, <laughs> dealing with you you've been doing a lot of the, the actual business side of things and I imagine you don't have much experience in there and that's a massive learning curve I know I went through that as well has that been particularly difficult or have you found that pretty easy to get used to yeah I think to start with it was definitely like 
difficult to find the work or just at least to the sort of know where to look for it and my approach to kind of speaking to people on LinkedIn it was my first time doing it um I'd say that's much more of like a refined process now and we've got it down to a bit more of a T yeah um but yeah I think to start with it was just kind of gaining momentum making sure we you know managed our time well and that sort of stuff that was the biggest struggle because um, I imagine you two I get the impression you guys would just work until the job's done right yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and that's <laughs> that's <Yeah>. dangerous <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> any clients listening yeah, yeah. <laughs> no no we um yeah but that's also like I've definitely been there where you just really push it to the point where you're trying to get a perfect product and like it's something we have as we're growing through through at the moment like a lot of the guys like Sam sit next to me and all the other <clears throat> all the other content boys like they were ha- they would happily sit on a project for weeks if not months till it's perfect and you know from a business perspective I'm sure Toby you'll get to the stage where you start looking at going that's not making any money because you're wasting your life on that one project that's paying a few grand and and that's and that's really hard um so what's one thing you would change about the last year especially like really thinking about the scaling the scaling side of things um and and what you might have done differently is there anything you would have done differently i'm really putting you on the spot here yeah. <laughs> this is just i didn't give you any pre-warning i'm just going i'm going in raw anything yeah. you would have changed God. um i think like doing accounts and stuff a bit earlier and taking the numbers a bit more seriously earlier yeah um we're in a good spot now but i think before it was just like kind of left it till it was kind of stressful mm. um so just like staying on top of that really yeah um because that's also something yeah. that you're not used to right and yeah, like in, yeah it's just like completely new and your accountant's down your ass and like you don't know what it all means and it's trying to work it out yeah exactly um, it's, it's something you can easily learn and like i did it so anyone can like you do have to learn that stuff but it is terrifying especially when you're like oh this could be a fine or whatever it might be when you're starting out um pete hardest thing well one thing you would change of the year god Going to business with someone else. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) honestly. So, no, I don't know. It's been pretty sweet. Like, I I feel like everything that's happened and maybe, you know, we've had to learn from is good it happened because, like, you know, we've learned from it. We haven't had any big fuck-ups. Yeah, yeah, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty pretty sweet where where it's going. Yeah, I think there's so many things in, like, retrospect you would have done, like, slightly differently or whatever but I'm, I'm super happy with how the last year's gone to be honest yeah like we'll be driving home after this and we'll just think oh do you remember that time when we did this and we're like oh <laughs> yeah we should have said that yeah, yeah. yeah. it's fine you voice note it in after that's for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a bit of a wider question here because I think again like I said before you guys are pretty impressive in terms of a year like what you've achieved in a year and, and I've been in a position where someone goes oh this is impressive what you've done in a year and like you know people have said that and it is really hard when you're in it to actually look back at what you've done and you know you guys should be really proud is there any is there any advice you would give to someone starting a company like yours um, you know around this time or thinking about doing it is a is there a certain you know there's not always a golden nugget here but is there a certain way of thinking or is there a like finding a co-founder what is there anything there yeah i mean i guess just open as many doors as possible Mm. like the most valuable thing for us has just been like speaking to as many people as possible and that is really hard when you're starting out because you don't know anyone in that industry um you're completely fresh to it but even just like asking people for advice and knocking on doors and 99 percent of the time people are just going to be like just won't reply to you or tell you to fuck off or whatever um, but there's so many people out there willing to like give advice and help you out in the industry. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, when we first started like freelancing and working together, we sent like 
I don't know how many emails it would, would have been like a thousand emails to I different think everyone's surf done camps that. and like, stuff yeah. yeah I did it fucking so many times like yeah. like literally a thousand times the best thing I did well not the best thing I did it in like 2013 13, 14 I did a lot of that yeah three years later one of the clients replied to the email oh really which was bizarre well it did like a very basic one-off project to them but it was good money and like at that time we were on a different rate card and like pricing structure was different it was a great project and like i remember looking back but like oh that was such a waste of time it took me a couple of hours it was boring to do but like it's worth one project sometimes especially when you're starting out um any advice pete i think something that really helped us was just making yourself kind of look legit kind of down the fake it till you make it route but we weren't faking anything but we had like a good pitch we could give people we were building our portfolio to a point where we'd like be really happy and we had like a, a wide variety of work if yeah. even if some of that was like spec projects or whatever sure we would do it so we had it um and then like at the beginning of the year we moved in together we had our little office in our house and stuff it's just like yeah we're, we're in the office yeah, yeah they don't need to know that i've got like you know cod on in the background or whatever <laughs> like work from home slash office yeah yeah, yeah. And into that's one. actually yeah that's been a blessing to us though because they're like you know when, when you're outside of work everyone's like um outside of like the covid era mm. they're like oh where's your office yeah oh no it's covid like yeah you're we, don't, we don't have yeah. one like yeah, yeah. work from home vibes yeah and um we're now getting an office like we just put down a deposit on one but congrats by the way that's cheers. i know that's a big move so yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. Um, like it's scary move. it's scary but like yeah, i can't wear the pajamas now yeah <laughs> trouser, we're making trouser money now boy <laughs> but yeah um, no it is a big yeah, move though like it's not easy to do like and it's stressful and it is a big move but like hopefully it pays off and it's like what three you're in east london with that office aren't you yeah so it's in um bethel green the one we've put deposit down on awesome so, yeah. that's really cool yeah. so your advice would be kind of make yeah that was that, really unhelpful yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like no but like I kind of get it right you're, you're just making sure that you're professionalising everything you're touching yeah. right and so everything that a client talks to or they see has an element of like we care and we're a proper business yeah exactly and we've like recently we made like proper pitch decks and stuff like that right you've been doing yeah. putting a lot of time to that and like if you if you're a small freelancer you're not going to send some company like a really polished pitch deck are you with like an idea or whatever yeah um, well you should because <laughs> it really helps us I think right? yeah I think there's an interesting like discussion there on kind of looking like this big corporate company versus being a bit more people facing and that yeah. sort of thing like I think it's, it's about getting that balance right because yeah. both both of those aspects have like done us well I think mm. like our company ad was very much like personable and got across our personalities and that sort of thing but then you also want bigger brands to trust you and be like these guys are legit and they can you know take on this project for us yeah definitely yeah. i've got a question that's literally just come to mind you got you guys obviously we can cut this out if you need to but you own the business 50 percent, right yeah. it's equally yours how do you do the decision making and how do you approach that because i know i've spoken personally to a lot of people who are in that position and so many different people have an approach to it how do you guys approach it we've got a little inflatable like paddle pool we oil up and we just wrestle it out. <laughs> I found that she thought that was the wrong answer. I was like, fuck, where is this going? Yeah. Well, what if I, uh, what if I asked? I, was, I generally was like, holy shit, Sam, stop recording. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like, we've never really had any big disagreements, have we? It's been yeah. normally, because we're both 50-50 in, into it, so it's like the greater good, so to speak. So we just, if one of us disagrees, we'll, we'll think it over and then like later on you'll be like, yeah yeah you're right because you, you live together and you work together and oh, like yeah. there's a lot there so 
like do you obviously you must give each other a lot of space and time we're in a pandemic so it's kind of limited but is that just being really understanding of each other's opinions and like how do you battle that out personally with, with each other i think we've like just been really lucky in the respect to be like on a pretty similar wavelength for most stuff i guess most decisions ultimately they come like that i'm looking at the decision like should we do this and then i say to pete like here's the decision we need to make and then we kind of just make it i and wouldn't say there's there's definite points where it's like we need to make this really big decision it's mm. kind of just like chat through really yeah. i think sometimes yeah. you kind of float it you're like i reckon we should think about doing this mm. and you just float it out yeah. there a bit rather than being like i want to do this and then you're suddenly like whoa bro it's a 50 50 dealio right yeah yeah and then, yeah i think that's also a good thing because because that i think as you as, as you grow a company when you're a 50 50 it's really important to make sure you're always doing that and like you are understanding of the other other side of the story and you know as as you grow as grow which i know you're going to like you'll you'll see a lot of that and it's just if you can always keep it like that it's it's a great thing um what in saying that and all of that is there ever like for the growth of of noosa now are you guys just gonna be battling it out are you looking to build a team like how what's the what's the plan how are you gonna grow yeah, I think um, looking to hire someone as soon as possible, really. Now we've pretty much locked in like an office space and we'll move into that, um, expand the team. We're not like, it's, it's a difficult one because I guess we're not hell bent on like building this like stack team. We don't want to build like a huge team. We want to, I think we want to keep it quite specialized and, you know, I don't want to be at a point where we're over sort of whelmed with the number of people, number of heads we've got in the company and we're mm. trying to like, manage all this stuff i think we want to keep it lean um but i understand there's a bit of a paradox like as soon as you start hiring people you need to hire more to like yeah. retain the jobs and yeah i think we're kind of yet to to explore that whole <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> that yeah. thing yeah has is there any sorry gone you gonna jump in yeah uh i don't know if i was <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to um is there any like formal plans for for 2021 um have you got anything on the horizon that you can talk about no <laughs> not really just, I mean, just bigger and better just bigger and yeah, better yeah. more clients nice. never better clients that, that business <laughs> is, is there a yeah. bit of focus on your product for 2021 I imagine that 2020 has been a lot of like building the clients building the portfolio obviously you know I've seen the work you guys put out I think it's amazing is there, a, is there a bit of a focus when hiring someone to make sure the quality control is there and you're you know it's always at the standard you want is that is that a bit of a focus for the next year yeah I mean our basically ultimate goal is just to make like the best social first content in the uk mm -hmm. so whatever approach that means we take we just do that basically um and yeah just working with more kind of i guess social first businesses and ones that like brands that understand social and mm. want to spend more on it and do cool stuff with it basically yeah i think you just want to you just want to have fun don't you <laughs> yeah because that's when that's when the best work comes out though like I know we keep talking about balls, but like that is just pure fun and like everyone's just pissing themselves laughing half the time. And it, but I feel like it yeah. comes across like yeah. when you see it and like everyone's pitching in, like the producers pitching in, you know, client, even the actors or the models, the talent are like, oh, what, what if I do this? And you're like, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And I think you need, that's what you need in a team as well. Like if you're just like chilling, just doing something and then someone from a completely different area of the company could be like, I reckon we do this. And you're like, yeah, cool. Let's do yeah, that. Nice. So. Good. So before we round up, this is the time where you guys get to ask me a question. And there's two of you, so you can ask ask a question each. I do hope you've been thinking for the last 40 minutes of a question. It can be anything. Oh. Um, we, <laughs> we can pause the podcast for four hours while you think of one. But anything you want to ask me, um, we do it on everyone that comes on the, on the show. 
you, Toby. And yeah. <laughs> I get the impression that Pete just ships out Toby when it's, it's like br- honestly, it's a brilliant. Bad yeah, that's my number one business advice. Just get yourself a Toby. <laughs> yeah. um, work-life balance. I think that's good. That's always a good topic. Yeah. I remember when I was speaking to Sam and he said that you wake up at 3 a.m. every morning, finish work at uh, 11 p.m. Yeah. Yeah, just tell me a bit more about that. Back, that's, back that's in the, the day, yes, a lot of that. And I think that's like a big challenge of, of running a company like in the earlier days. Um, I don't do that anymore. Um, and the reason why is because of staff. Like as soon as you start to grow a team, you like, especially when you're at the top and you guys might not experience this if you, if you stay small. But like when I was, you know, when Sam was working with me, many moons ago I was controlling so much like a bit like you are now you're shooting you're running the business you're doing a lot of it Um, and what I soon realized is that stumped our growth a lot because I now solely work on growing the business um, and marketing the company and and various things and making sure it runs and you know people are paid and and various things so for me yeah like the work-life balance has always been a a really difficult thing Um, I've always struggled with it because I struggle to kind of really detach myself and I think everyone says that but I I really do Um, you know I'm always Jamie kind of my my business partner now we're always talking about stuff at at silly o'clock in the hour Um, but now if I'm working late I'm working early it's only because I like I have the flexibility to do that um, and I don't have to whereas back in the day I did um, to kind of keep the lights on a lot Um, but work by work life balance for me is is really like what I often say is just do whatever you're happiest doing um, and just be understanding of people around you like friends girlfriends family all that stuff like as long as if you want them in your life you need to as much as you want to dedicate time to the business to make that happy you need to dedicate some time to them um, and then be selfish where you can be selfish on spending extra hours on the company because at the end of the day like I get the impression we're all the same. Like we'll only work the stupid hours if we want to, if we don't want to do it, we will not do it. So like, and that's selfish in a way. So I would only work stupid hours if I want to, um, or I need to for kind of like the safety of the business. Um, obviously we employ, 10 people now I don't even know 10 people so like there's a lot of responsibility with that um, and as the business grows there's going to be a lot more so you know if I am working those stupid hours or I'm stressed in personal time it's because there's that level of responsibility so my advice would be do do whatever's going to be happiest but also definitely just think about people around you because it can it can all go south especially with your friends if you like you're working stupid hours but um, I've been there done it it's fun like it's cool working at like midnight or three o'clock in the morning and stuff when you go to shoots but you do also again i don't like the word but burnout is kind of the easiest way to put it you do just get to the point where you're like i licked my body can't literally not do this anymore the to, to shorten this answer a little bit more the one thing i actually saw a lot of is when you burn out from a creative perspective you stop being good like i actually found that for like six months when i was like really going ham I was working silly hours and I actually became a bit crap at my job because you're just like, your body and brain just can't do it. Like it's not built to do that as much. Um, And I remember like Jamie saying like, that work you did, like it's all right. Like it's not like what you used to be able to do in some way. And that was happening because there was so much energy going in. Um, You know, if you guys are shooting four days in a row, imagine by the fourth day, you're like, it's not as good as the first and you don't have the energy. So yeah, long answer, but makes sense. Pete, your turn. I wish that answer was a bit longer. <laughs> I've literally given you about two minutes. I, know, I, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just looking through you that whole time trying to think of a question. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like I want to ask a question, a fun question. Go. What was the, 
what was the first, like, did you have a first time that you sort of stepped back and you thought, fuck, like things are happening now, like th things are really starting to move or was, because I feel like we have it that, like, we're not in the position where we're like, fuck, we've, we've done it, like at all. But like things, they tot up slowly, don't they? Yeah. You're like, firstly, you're, like, you move out and you're like, oh, brilliant, that's happened. And then like, yeah, it, it yeah. goes on and on. Like, do you, have you had that or is it still building? The, the, the only time that's ever happened, well, recently that I can remember, like it definitely happened as well. I went through, like I was in my parents' office for ages. Then I got this shoebox office. Then I moved to a bigger one. Like moments like that are really great. And I, I really stretch those to the point where like, we're like four people in an office. It was like 155 square foot stood up like in a meeting. Like it was just, it was ridiculous. Like, I was, I'm a tie ass. So that happened. Um, <laughs> so like, there are moments like that when you look back, I think, employing people is very satisfying for me like the ability to be able to give someone a job is a very rewarding process like you do step back and go like you know if you pay someone x salary at one point the business didn't even make that amount right. a year yeah, yeah so you are like fuck that's quite big and like especially in the smaller scale that goes as you employ more people but early days it did but the the kind of step back moment for me was when we first moved into our new office um and we had like a substantial team that was kind of obviously our business is split between content and digital and like a step back and like everyone was in the Monday meeting because we have a meeting every week this was in the summer when kind of lockdown allowed um, and on like a Google Hangout or whatever and you sit back and you're like fuck everyone here is working for something I made in a bedroom Yeah, that is a fucking great feeling sick, and yeah. it's not like I'm like I've got a team and like I'm going to flex it online because I don't really talk about the team particularly online um, it's more just a moment of again going back to that everyone has the opportunity to grow here we're able to facilitate what people want to do in their careers we're able to give people opportunities as well um and that's pretty like a step back moment the other slight thing is being able to buy camera gear i don't know if you guys have had this <laughs> well we're getting there it's, it's fucking yeah. a great process <laughs> yeah. like we we recently bought um lewis is probably listening to this podcast but like we bought one of the 6k black magics yeah oh, the pro solid, came out a week later camera. after i was like i want that <laughs> but like to be able to just like when you're younger and you're like I can't wait to get like a 5D Mark III it's going to be sick yeah, and then yeah. you can just be like I can buy an F7 I can buy a Black Magic I can do all of that it's very like materialistic but there is an element of like when you see things when you're younger and like that rig is incredible from a creative perspective or like rig is in a human but like a, a camera rig here um, like when you're able to do that and have the flexibility to, to have that and, and play with the stuff and like play with the toys and all that sort of stuff it is really rewarding it's fun yeah it's it's good but also you have to think like do we need it yeah because yeah, i'm on the always goes event. to me like toby we need this camera land this yeah. is this is gonna change you buy our business your gear outright? yeah yeah you need to finance it <laughs> i don't know that, no but yeah. on a serious note <laughs> tune in next week to <laughs> yeah, yeah. you won't back like we'll, we'll talk about this off air but this is genuine advice that speaks to people if yeah. you can finance gear on zero percent and you have it so for example you want to buy a 4k camera yeah. uh, four grand camera yeah like this is purely advice that you know people have probably tuned out by this point but genuine advice if you want to buy a 4k camera and you can get that camera and you've got 4k in your bank account you can get that camera on zero percent finance it and buy more stuff on a finance package you pay off 200 quid a month or whatever you it'll help you to grow faster i guarantee is what we did we did it like we bought a couple of things we still do sometimes but that ability to like the finance is there for like CVP, I'm sure you guys have yeah, used yeah, that yeah. or like Amazon, whatever. Yeah. Like it, it enables your growth so much and those decisions go away big time. Okay. And the big production houses all do it. Um, it just makes a lot of sense, but we'll talk about that another well, time. You heard of <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, we'll wrap up. Where can, where can the guys find you? Where can everyone find out about Noosa? Where can they find your personal profiles? Shameless plugs. Pete, Ooh. you go first. 
you don't want to be seeing my personal profiles. <laughs> but yeah, just check us out. No Tinder film. here, mate. It's yeah. just like professional. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, this has got to be professional. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> I was promised Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, check us out. Uh, Nusafilms.com, NUSAfilms.com. And yeah, I mean. LinkedIn, you take Instagram. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Bebo. Bebo, MSN. Yeah. Club Bebo's Penguin. coming back, so I know, yeah. you, might, you might be on there. Your, yeah. What's your, what's your LinkedIn? Because this is where we're going to see all this good stuff. Just Toby Hart on LinkedIn. Yeah, I don't nice. know my exact. It's like Toby Hart dot six or some strange really URL. Yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Pete, Peter Hutchinson nine five seven something. I'm something. fingers crossed. I'm at the top when you search Toby Hart. Okay, I'm just right so you top, know, but... no one's going to find you and you've had your opportunity. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, cool. Well, thanks very much for watching. Oh, Instagram, Instagram. There you go. I finally figured out what yeah, we need to do yeah. at this point. We're, we're, we're quite social, active on Instagram. Yeah, social so. first production company. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, Noosa Films UK. Awesome. Yeah. Guys, thanks so much for coming down. Really appreciate no, it. Thank it's you. been a pleasure. And uh, yeah, thanks very much for listening. Um, if you want to check out 303, it's 303.london. And um, check out our LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram, I'm ollie.303. Guys, thanks so much.